Welcome to the Money and Meaning Show. I'm your host, Kanae Corner, National Certified Counselor and the world's number one clinical hypnotherapist specializing in stress management for healthcare professionals who want to turn a life of stress into a life of meaning and help their patients do the same. Tune in each week. I'll show you how to respond to yourself first. So are you ready to let go of your stress? Well, let's get into today's show. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Money and Meaning Podcast. I'm really excited about today's show. You know how we do the presidential update like every quarter? Well, it's time for another presidential update. And there's some really juicy things going on at presidential. And today's episode is a little different because I'm going to talk about my business updates, but I'm also going to give you a little personal life update too. And it's it's because my business and my personal life are kind of meshing right now. So that's why I'm doing that. I typically keep those separate, but they're not separate anymore. And so I want you guys, I want to share it with you guys. And I have a special guest here in the studio. Is this the studio? Yeah, that's a fair, that's a fair name for it. Okay. Yeah. The studio with me and it's our new CTO. Yes, we have a new CTO at Presidential. You're probably wondering why. I'm going to explain that in just a second. But let me first ask you to give a warm welcome to our new CTO, Jason Owens. Hey, Jason. Wow, what an introduction. Thank you. You're welcome. So I should tell you guys that Jason is also my man. I love the sound of that. (laughs) And besides being the CTO of Presidential Lifestyle. He is a data scientist and a radio DJ at night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're putting the inside jokes on the outside now? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's this little, he has a moonlight voice if you haven't noticed already. I'll try to speak up. I feel like he could do, what's those radio things that happen at night? What's it called? Quiet Storm? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like he could do the Quiet Storm. I don't know if you agree. Write us and let us know what you think. Oh, no. You're going to have fans. Oh, come on now. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Let's get serious. Why are you so silly? So we want to talk to you about the team. We want to tell you about our CTO, which I kind of did, but I want to tell you some more. And then I want to talk to you about our new target market. Oh, my gosh. It's going to blow your mind. I know. You're like, what? Yes, pivot, shift. We got to keep doing it. It just happens. It's business. You get it. And then I want to discuss why we did the shift. And lastly, we're going to wrap up with, since we have my man, CTO man here, we're going to wrap up with a little personal. Oh, we're getting personal. A little. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, (laughs) you know, a little relationship there since you're here and all. People are curious. I'm willing to share. All right. Oh, thank you, babe. So let's talk about the new team. I want to make sure you know who everybody is. So I I introduced Jason, our new CTO. And you know me, the CEO, Kene. And then you remember Francine, who was our director of operations. She's now our COO. And we hired Terry to become the director of operations to take Francine's position. And the son, oh my gosh, he is our podcast producer and he is amazing. Terry and Desan, blessings, serious blessings. I'm so thankful for them. And they just helped me go to another level. And you remember not last, maybe maybe about three episodes ago, I think it was episode 111. 
And I was telling you about how there were some shifts and some changes because of one of the episodes that I recorded for the search for meaning over money. And I knew then that I had to change the team and it was hard and I was a little heartbroken around it. And the team was because we had a great team, but it's like even better now. And I didn't even imagine that that was going to happen, but that is what happens. And I'm so just very thankful. And so that's our team. We also have our attorneys. We still have the same attorneys. We still have the same bookkeeper, which I refer to her as our director of finance. And that's our team. And it's a fluent team. Works really well. Three of us, Terry, me, and Tassan are full-time. And then Jason and Francine fill in where needed because we don't always need a COO on a daily basis because we have the director of operations and we don't always need our CTO. So we do like weekly meetings, do we? Yeah, formally, but okay. more more often, really. <laughs> but we do formally weekly meetings to say, okay, this is what's happening. This is what's not happening. Can you help me figure out why this is not <laughs> happening? Help. <laughs> so, so that takes me to explaining why we hired a CTO. Okay, change that language. Yes. Acquired <laughs> CTO. <laughs> Mainly because the CTO saw that we had a lot of areas of opportunity and and it was things that he could do easily. And it was taking me like an hour to do something that he would probably take 10 minutes to do. So he kind of just stepped in like, I'm going to describe it this way. He is not going to describe it this way or even like me describing it this way. But he came in like the knight in shiny armor and he rescued his woman. And he's like, yes, it was like that, babe. You're you're right. I don't like that description. So, but it kind of was like that. It was like, I'm sucking in these areas. I can do them, but I probably shouldn't. And I call it like the ABCs. There's the stuff that you're amazing at. There's the stuff that you're basic at. And then there's the stuff that you're crappy at. And technology, I'm really crappy at it. But I, if I work really hard, I could get like basic at it. And there's, and since we're a tech enabled company, we don't need to be crappy at our technology. We need to be amazing at it. And you are. You saw that. I wasn't, and you came in and stepped in. You just rescued me. Well, like you said, I mean, I saw that you could do it, and you were doing it, but as CEO, you were wearing what seemed like 12,000 hats. And I knew that if Francine or I or Terry or Desan or anyone, anyone on the team, for that matter, could take some of those other things off your plate, then you could more focus on the areas where you could make the most impact. And that would be the best for you, the best for the business, the best for the members, the best for the patients, the best for everyone involved. So that that was more more of it than me seeing that, oh, you couldn't do this or what was that thing you just whitened? Rest- yeah, no, shining on. Yeah, out. whatever that. None of that. None of that. It was more just I saw that if I could empty your plate in one area, you could be much more impactful in all the other areas that you had to take care of. Thank you. And that was what it's all about, which is again, why we needed the CTO because there was like this pushback around like, are you a part of the team? I'll just do it to help you out. And because of what we'll talk about later in our relationship conversation, because it was part, it really, once we sat down and discussed it, it was part of both of our ideas of prosperity to run a company like this. And so it just made sense for you to be part of the company rather than my man coming to help me and every once in a while, but just to be a formal part of the company. And to add to that, we, like I said, are a tech enabled company and we had so much technology that was working, but probably not to its full potential. And I think that's where you really shine and where you really 
help out is to get us to that optimal running. So we're not running at six or seven, we're running at 10. Yeah. And that was the thing. There were so many different tools, probably because you had, you were wearing so many hats and then you, you know, had to automate so many different processes that maybe they weren't integrated as well together. But then also having kind of a point person to evaluate new opportunities from a technology perspective, I think will be helpful as we continue to grow and scale, you know, moving forward. Yep. And I think also something you pointed out was that the analytic, we had analytics, like we use Kajabi and Kajabi collects a lot of the data for us. We have analytics in our Insight Timer. And that's something I want to really point out. Insight Timer was working really well, but I wasn't working it as well as I could. So having the CTO helped us analyze the data because the data was there. I was collecting it. I was doing a good job collecting data from our members, from our patients, from all of our platforms, but I wasn't doing anything with it. Yeah. Now we can analyze the data so you can just, you know, figure out where you're going to deploy your resources, but back to where you're going to just put your energy because there's just so many things pulling at you at, at all times that having one, two, five, seven less things to focus on, I think has been super helpful for you. Yeah, I agree. I think so too. And then that takes me to, I guess we should talk about the platform. That's something new too. So I talked about what was going well. Inside Timer was going well. All our technology, all the data, all the stuff was going well. The new team was going well, but there was still lagging in the way that our target market was responding to us. And so we had to look at the data and we found that a lot of our patients and members weren't coming to us from Instagram or Facebook or any of the other places where we were sort of advertising. They were mostly coming to us for referrals. Either they came through us from somebody else telling them about us, which a lot of times was their doctor or therapist or from their wife telling us. (laughs) Isn't that how most things happen though? Yeah. It's like, (laughs) you need to do this man, you know, or I set up this appointment for you. You need to go to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so the men are just not, they weren't looking for that. So you remember our target market was a high achieving man. And even though we were successful at healing, helping him heal, we weren't really able to reach him as, as like as much as we wanted to. And so we got some guidance that we needed a shift from talking to that high achieving man to just talking to the doctor. And if we talk to the doctor and really put our resources, our energy and our time towards the doctor, then the doctor would then use what we teach them to help that man heal. Or if, if the case is really tough, especially like if there's trauma involved, then send them to us. So that's why our target market shifted and presidential experience is really for now is really for healthcare professionals who are dedicated to not burning out because they are overworking themselves. You know, the same topics that we always talk about, you know, not trying to live up to that American dream, but to really customize their own their own American dream, customize their own wellness plan, but more importantly, have a community of people just like them that they can lean on and say, Hey, what are you doing? And have a guide me who can say, Hey, I've got these techniques I want to share with you. They're really working and you can use them on yourself and then you can share them with your patients. So that's why we changed target markets, which was a big change because I spent a lot of time and energy cultivating that first target market. But you, you, when it's time to shift, you got to shift. 
And that brings me to the topic of there's this burnout that happens that that's amongst heroes, you know, the first responders, the doctors, the the really mission driven, the purpose driven servants. That's the word that is coming to me. It's like the people who serve without even thinking about it. And a lot of times they serve at the detriment of themselves. And this was something I did. And I learned how not to do that. And so I decided I wanted to share that information with others who were doing that. But I think being with you, it was more glaring that I could even do an even better job than I was doing at it because you make me aware of when I have stayed a little too long at the office. (laughs) (laughs) Which is often. (laughs) But I love what I do. And that's what. So when I finish telling you about the struggles of a a hero, I also want to talk about the struggles of a hero's man or (laughs) or wife, you know. And so that's something that doesn't get talked about a lot. So I wanted to end this podcast with that conversation, which will get into our relationship a little bit. But I think it will be helpful, especially if you are a hero listening to this. So the hero is always ready to serve, just always wakes up. The sun can't come up fast enough for them to get back to what they do. And I mean, any wellness professional is just ready to serve that loves what they do. Now, there are some people who went to medical school because their father forced them to, and they're probably not enjoying it as much. But those people who just enjoy healing and studying and learning more and serving their patients and, you know, getting really down to the bottom of the cause. And that's functional medicine doctors, that's chiropractors, that's even like massage therapists, therapists. So it's so many different people, but you know who you are because you know what I'm saying and it's resonating with you. And they would give their last drop of energy to serve. And what that means is that when they get home, they have nothing left to serve the ones they love, whether it's children, husbands or wives, even parents, if they're caring for their parents. And so I want to share with them how to save some for yourself and for your loved ones. And there's this idea that you have this, let's say a cup of tea, right? A cup, a saucer, and you fill up that cup. You allow that cup to run over because you're doing so much for yourself. You're serving yourself so much that you're so full. Your spirit is full. Your energy is just full and it runs over into the saucer. Can you imagine this? Can you see what I'm saying? Runs over into the saucer. You're going to give from the saucer. So when the saucer is empty, the cup is still full. And that's what I'm teaching in the new presidential experience. But let me ask Jason, what would you say was the hardest part of learning that I was when I am in hero mode, see, I'd like to think that I graduated to guide and I'm giving from my saucer more than giving from my cup. But I know that sometimes I'm not doing that and you make me aware. But what was it like for you to realize, oh, this woman is serious about what she does. She will do it at any moment. And that means <laughs> something to our relationship. Hmm. I think I'd say... Sharing was something I didn't fully, fully understand. And I don't think, I think even now as, you know, time goes on, I I get a better grasp of just how 
gifted you are, for lack of a better phrase. And that's part in part what makes it so difficult and why I said the, the sharing part, just to be a little personal, not too personal. But okay. I go this, this this period of life and, you know, you're 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 starving, so to speak. And then you find this nourishing meal, but then you realize other people are starving, too. So you have to share, mm. which from the 35,000 foot view seems so, so easy. And of course you would share in all of humanity and so forth and so on. But when you're so hungry yourself, it's, it's a little bit more difficult to let someone t- take off of your plate. <laughs> that is such a great analogy. Yeah. I know what you're saying. And in a way you're a nice person and you're kind, but at the same time, you're like, this is mine. Exactly. But then, <laughs> but then even on the other side of it, you know, your giving is something that you do so naturally that you're so passionate that you enjoy so much that you get so much from. So like, who am I to come in and say, Oh, well, what about me? Like, forget how you feel. Forget the gift that the other person is receiving from your intuition or what have you. Let's focus on my needs and my wants. I, that's not something I, I feel comfortable with either. So that yeah. was, I was saying the, the sharing part kind of has another side to the coin. It's not just, do I feel like sharing or is sharing the, the right thing to do? It's the, the benefit of me sharing that you receive, that the other person receives, that humanity receives. And then the other part I think that I didn't fully understand was how much you give. Like I've known quote unquote therapists before, but I haven't known therapists that are also empaths that also get messages and just have (laughs) this need and they feel like they need to share and, you know, we've been out on dates. We've been getting groceries. <laughs> uh, it was just my birthday. <laughs> so it can happen at any point in time, which goes back to the sharing. Yeah. I just realized that this is, this is your gift. This is who you are. This is, like I always say, this is the all the way Kane. And that's who I love. And that's when I see you the fullest and shining the brightest. So, you know, I've, I've come to accept that that might mean I have to share when I don't feel like sharing or things that might have to wait a moment so that you can share some time or your gift or your message with, with, with somebody else that we see because I would never want to block somebody's blessing, even if it does mean, you know, sharing the love of my life. <laughs> Thank you, babe. (laughs) Yeah, I think you were very gracious in that. And in the past, I've been in relationships where people were not gracious. And it's very difficult, as you pointed out and can see, it's very difficult for me not to do it. So like for me to see somebody in pain, because that is what I what happens for me. And this you guys probably haven't heard me talk about too much. But if I walk down the street, I can see somebody in pain from in a grocery store. Or like he was saying, we, we went to a spa on his birthday. And the person that checked us in, I could see her pain. It was glaring. I mean, you could even see her pain, right? Yeah. And so that that day, that wasn't even like my intuition or my gift that was showing me that pain. It was clear that she was in pain and she almost even asked for the gift. And so I didn't, I didn't know how not to, to 
What? I just want to interject. Please. Because, she's, yeah, because you're missing over a very key point. Yeah, okay. I could see that something was bothering her, or maybe she just wasn't having a good day. But you went to the restroom, came out, and came with a specific message for her about her brother and the struggles of their relationship. That's a little bit more than... Oh, you're having a bad day. I can see. I can see, you know, somebody served you cold pizza for lunch or something. That's like pinpoint detail, intuition. I know we're enjoying your birthday, but I need to take five to 10 minutes with her and and share this with her because it's going to help her. And I need to. And I just got this message and we're not, I, I can't just carry on with the evening. Like I didn't get just, just get this message. Yeah. And that, and that's what it boils down to. I'm not able to carry on and not like, I feel guilty if I get a message that I can help somebody with because of this is the way I look at it. And I've explained this to you before, even before this is how I see it. If a doctor was in a room with somebody bleeding, they're not going to just go, Oh, that person is bleeding and walk out the door. In fact, they can't do that. They take an oath that they wouldn't do that. And so I didn't take an oath. But I have an oath inside of me that says, if I see somebody in pain, I'm going to do what I can do to relieve their pain. Now, what I won't do is put myself in pain in order to relieve their pain. I'm not that selfless. I'm self-full is the word that I use. And so I'm giving from that saucer. That information came to me. I didn't have to do anything to go get it. I didn't have to perform any rituals. It just came to me and it was, and I knew it was the information she needed. So I shared it with her and sure enough, it lit her up. She was like lit up after that. So she went from somebody sold me cold pizza for lunch <laughs> face to like, thank you so much and grateful face. And that is why I do this work even for free. That lady didn't pay me. Well, she gave us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we end up getting so many blessings because of that gift. We really do. But the same thing happens when we go to hang out with friends yeah. and it somehow turns into uh, a group therapy session. <laughs> Yes, but sometimes I'm better at like, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. If I don't get a message, then I'm not going to go there. Yeah. Yeah. I I can think of one time specifically. (laughs) I was so proud of you. (laughs) I mean, you helped, but you knew that you couldn't save. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. Because it's something that that I think was a problem in the past for me being single. That is very, it's, and even when I was in relationships, I still think I was single because they just weren't there for me. But I think you do also a good job of making sure that you, I, I protect my energy. So it's almost like you protect me from getting taken advantage of. Because you when say? you're in giving mode, you, you're not, you're not looking both ways before you cross the street. You're just <laughs> giving. You're so feeling. That's, that's probably even yeah, a better yeah, yeah. word than giving. You're in feeling mode. And when I see you in feeling mode and that's where your gift comes from, then it kind of puts me in extra thinking mode. Mm-hmm. So then I'm kind of reading the energy around you Yep. while you're giving. Because, I don't know, I just realized that some people take kindness for weakness. And unfortunately, in my experience, some people, men, can take <laughs> kindness for attraction. Yeah. And you know, that that's going that's going to mess their blessing up. Yeah, that's a great point. So I just want to be there to help, you know, keep the energy focused on keep the main thing the main thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like no dude, she no. 
She does not want you. She's good. Yeah. Yes. Super good. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Presidential Lifestyle, a wellness company focused on wealth in all of its forms, providing the world's best life transformational programs to healthcare professionals, elevating everything from your mind, body, spirit, productivity, and even your business. Every area of your life transformed and optimized for just a few dollars a day. You'll have access to live hypnotherapy, on-demand virtual guides, and continuing education courses, as well as group discussion forums, all available from your mobile phone or your desktop. Get early access to this life transformational program by visiting presidentiallifestyle.com slash early. Let me ask you a question. Are you a healthcare or a wellness professional burned out from the demands of what it takes to truly serve your patients and clients? Then presidential experience is for you. You need someone to pour into you the way you pour into others. It's time for you to make the shift from putting others first to responding to yourself first. I'll show you exactly how to do it. Right now, we're looking for 25 purpose-driven healthcare professionals to participate in our early access program. I've developed this program over the past 10 years, and I've learned that it can help break through the blocks keeping healthcare professionals from enjoying their life's work. We are limiting access to 25 people because keeping the group small will help maximize the impact. I'm offering to share my techniques with you at a deeply discounted rate in exchange for your feedback and shares. If you join us on this transformational journey, we will work together weekly as I deliver live group hypnotherapy sessions so you can experience it for yourself. I'll share with you the techniques and answer your question as you prepare to use what you've learned in your own life and practice. Outside of your weekly sessions with me, you can interact with other members to share ideas and success stories. So here's what you're going to do. Go to presidentiallifestyle.com slash early. If you're even remotely interested in this, don't wait because it won't last long. Go ahead, click the link in the show notes or go to presidentiallifestyle.com slash early because there's more to tell you. So I look forward to working with you and I'll see you soon. I think when it comes to, and you other healers out there, let me know, am I, am I right? Am I wrong? When you are healing or when you are serving, you're really not thinking about, could this person hurt me? You don't think about it because they're hurt. I know that these people are hurting, but you know the saying, hurt people hurt people. So that's something that you clearly can see that I might not see because I'm so in heal rescue, serve, Mo, I won't even see that this is a predator you're trying to save, Kanae. And even like we just had a conversation about, well, I had a conversation and you were listening to that conversation, but I just had a conversation about like murderers are people too. That thought to murder somebody came from somewhere. Like they were traumatized themselves. I know that predators were once victims, but that's because I work with so many at I've worked with them since the beginning of my career in the psychiatric hospital. 
But when I see them, when I look at them in my eyes, I just see this hurt little boy. I don't see the predator. I don't see them. And so I do need you to protect me because he doesn't know that you see him. Right. And so you have to let him know, like, she don't see you, dude, but I see you. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. I think for healers, one thing that I want to share with you guys is that I'm having fun. I'm not tormenting myself. I'm not burning myself out. I'm not overworking myself. And I don't feel unappreciated. I have found a way to do this and have a childlike heart. Like I truly have a childlike heart to the point where people think they have to match me, but they don't. I don't require anybody around me to give in the manner that I do. This is my gift. You don't have that gift. So the other healers out there, I want to share with you that you can enjoy this work more, but I also want to share with you that the people around you are not going to be able to give at the level you give. So you need to get some other people around. You You need to get a tribe, right? You need a tribe because what Jason is not saying, because he's not, because he's modest, is you're equally as giving as I am. Because if you weren't, I would be empty. My cup would be empty. But because you pour into me, that allows me to pour into the people. So that's the other thing that I want to share is that if you are with somebody who does not understand your gift, maybe you can share this podcast with them. Maybe you can get into the presidential experience and get even more tools on how to to work with them, to teach them what it is that you do and why you do it and how you do it and why it's so important to you. Because this is part of our idea of prosperity. Like we know that we have a, a shared idea of prosperity. Now yours is slightly different than mine, but when we bring them together in our money mission, we've blended them so that we both get what we want out of this. This this particular podcast was a lot about me, but we make sure that we both get what we need out of this relationship because we have like what we call staff meetings every morning and every night. <laughs> Twice a day. Yeah. And you are serious about that. It's important. It is. And and it just kind of happened by accident. It was like neither one of us like did this in a previous relationship no. or anything. It was just like jokingly, I think you were like, well, I need a staff meeting. And then I was like, all right, let's do it. And then it worked and we had a great discussion and we we're like, we should do this every morning and then we should do it at night. I think it started at night, actually. Yeah, it yeah. started at night. Yeah, it started at night and then we were like, oh, well, let's do it in the morning. And then we started it twice a day and then we just kept it. It worked and it's still working. And let me tell you, there are times when those conversations are tough. Which, Super tough. Yeah, but we still have them. I, well, yeah, we still have them, but I mean, because we, I think we both see the benefit of those open, honest conversations to just kind of, you know, put whatever feelings or issues or needs or wants or goals or what have you on the table, just to make sure that we continue to, to stay aligned as, you know, we go out into the world and try to, you know, make this union better. We just need to make sure that, that the foundation stays tight. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we both do a good job of that. But sometimes it's like you're higher, you're doing a better job than I am because I'm self-focused or whatever I am. And then I do a better job at times because you might be overthinking or distracted. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Overthinking. The data, yeah, the data exactly. scientists and you. Yeah. And so 
so we ebb and flow and you know we're on that seesaw sometimes now sometimes the seesaw is even and we're both rocking but we count on each other to keep us going and I think I had to be well we know we both had to be better at receiving yeah yeah for sure because that wasn't your thing you were so used to giving and you were you became a father early and you were a single dad. And so you would just give, give, give and give, serve, serve, serve. And so you had done it for by yourself for so long to have a partner come in and you're like, oh, that's right. I do have a partner. Yeah. Yeah. And a partner that's good at all the things I suck at. <laughs> that's even that's even more important that I mean, the fact that we can come together and we have aligned values and we have these staff meetings and so forth and so on. But the fact that that are we're so compatible along with you know just the relationship being strong but the things like you said that kind of seesaw so sometimes I'm stronger in some areas sometimes you're stronger in some areas but we're constantly both pushing in the same direction and I think that's what one of the things at least that makes it so strong yeah I think you're right and I think that our families see that and the fact that our families both sides yours and mine they're so dedicated to our success and they already see it. Like they just see it and they take our advice and your people take my advice. My people take your advice, you know, and that's strange to have a relationship where the other person, the significant other can come in and offer to the children new advice. Usually it's like, you're not my daddy. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> you're not my mama. Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. But in this case, it's like, Ask Kene or ask Jason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think that to me, that's the sweetest. Like that makes me just so warm when they want your input. And I think you too when when they want my input. Yeah, yeah. it definitely makes me happy. And the fact that it was just so natural from day one without any, you know, extra effort or ex- explanation. It was just kind of these relationships ancillary to ours just kind of spawned and grew on their own and now are you know have a life of their own and have added so much more to my life and to your life and it's just been a a wonderful experience it has i think that's a great place to end there's more to come of course (laughs) right you'll come back on You're our CTO. Uh, you, yeah, I guess I have to, to now. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that came in the job description. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, and if it wasn't in there, I'm going to write it in now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and that small, that small print at the bottom. Must also yeah. co-host <laughs> podcast periodically. So, and I'll initial it. <laughs> yeah, because that's a huge change. Circle it as well. <laughs> yes. And then I want to lastly say that thank you thank you for doing this because i know that podcasts are not your favorite thing yeah you could tell (laughs) (laughs) but i also know that people get so much from one what presidential is doing i think people are enjoying going on this journey with us and seeing us grow and we have really grown and it's it's just so encouraging it warms my heart to grow in this manner but it really, really warms my heart to grow in a relationship because I think I was okay with if I was going to be single, I, I either wanted everything or nothing. I was like, I want a relationship that is exactly what I want. I will not settle universe. Don't even think about it or just don't give me nothing. Like I'm good. I'll just be a, a healer. <laughs> you know, I always tell you, I was just going to be that uncle in sweatsuits. 
with my little hat on and listening to smooth jazz, running my errands on the weekend. I was. Don't forget your Cadillac. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had it. Cadillac. <laughs> I had it all planned out. So all the girls would be like, you know, he cool. He's so cool. Exactly. Like, yeah, what's up, ladies? All right, I'm on William. <laughs> exactly. What you talking about now? <laughs> oh. That is so funny. You do not even talk about <laughs> I was in my head when I had it all figured out when I didn't know a love like this existed. I, you know, how to build a different life. But now that I do, I just hope that everybody gets a chance to experience this. Me too, actually. That is a good point. So guys, let me see you next week. And I'll have, maybe not next week, but in a couple of episodes, I'm going to pour some more of these techniques into you. And I don't mean these these relationship techniques, but I think we should come back with these two, huh? Would you be open to doing that? Yeah, we can do it, I guess. Okay, thank you. But also the techniques that we teach in the presidential experience and why the presidential experience might be right for you. So if you haven't already, go ahead and check us out. I think you'll, I think you'll really enjoy the things that we're doing right now. And I cannot wait to pour into you. So I will see you sooner. Thanks for listening all the way to the end, my prosperity pro. I want to stay connected with you. Here are four ways. Pick the one that works best for you if you want to stay connected with me. One, if you have any questions, I'd love to answer them. Send them to podcast at presidentiallifestyle.com. I'd love it if you would make a one or two minute audio message and attach it to an email. That'd be the easiest way for me to get it. Ask me anything about creating a life of meaning over money and I'll get you an answer. Remember, the email address is podcast at presidentiallifestyle.com. Two, subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends because you guys might want to have a discussion about it, especially if they're a CEO who wants to shift from the old American dream to a life of meaning. Three, we try not to have any sponsors on this show unless they are truly in line with our values. I mean, really a good fit. So that means we fund this podcast ourselves. I'd like you to take a look at our resource page to see if there's any products or services that we recommend that are right for you. If not, no worries, maybe later. If so, please use our affiliate link to purchase. Thank you in advance for doing that. You are such an amazing person. Okay, four and last. If you want to know what's happening over here at Presidential Lifestyle and you want us to email you the update, then go to presidentiallifestyle.com slash blog slash now. And you'll see the current updated blog for the week, but you'll also see a link to subscribe to that blog. We can email it to you if you like. That's presidentiallifestyle.com slash blog slash now. Don't worry. You don't have to remember that link or any links. They're all in the show notes. Oh, and I forgot to say, if you're enjoying this podcast, go ahead and leave us a review and tell us how much you're enjoying it. And now for the legalese. This podcast is not to replace professional counsel. The best advice is from a professional who knows you and your specific situation. The topics discussed in this podcast 
are general in nature and for informational or entertainment purposes only. We encourage you to meet with a professional that you can discuss your specific situation with. Whether you choose us or someone else, one-on-one counsel is important, whether it's a financial, therapeutic, legal, or other decision. So that's all for now. I'll see you next episode. And remember, you can have wealth in all of its forms. Believe it, and you'll soon see it.